Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 28 of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. I am one of your hosts, Jim Viscardian. As always, usually most of the time, I am joined by Christian Hoffer and Megan Peters, but Megan is not here today. She is sick and probably playing Pokemon all day. Yeah, well, I'm I'm sad for her and yet weirdly jealous. <laughs> <laughs> if you are new to the show, we talk about all things Pokemon, Pokemon games, the video and trading card variety, also the mobile variety. We also talk about Pokemon things, the Pokemon anime, the Pokemon manga, and then every week we get a Pokemon fact of the week that Christian gives us that makes you a smarter and better Pokemon fan. That's... This is, not the, true. this is the Pokemon show that keeps on giving. Not only do we give you the things that you need to be smarter, we also give away free t-shirts from time to time. <gasps> One, if you're watching the video feed and have been a long-time listener, yes, I, bro- I broke. I sent Christian a t-shirt. That's right. Mainly because... Mainly because we had to send him, one, his uh, his Halloween Bulbasaur, and two, uh, I had to send him a copy of the Pokemon Sword and Shield because we are playing that for the review for review purposes. We can't really say much more than that. I actually don't even know if we're allowed to say that. So I have a t-shirt, guys. I have been working for comicbook.com for four and a half years, literally since the day my child was born. Like, I outrank, like, everybody but, like, three employees in terms of, like, (laughs) length that I've worked for this company. I was thinking the other day, and I forgot how we found you. Uh, it's because I would make fun of comicbook.com incessantly. (laughs) (laughs) At my own website, I would mock the hell out of you guys. Right, I forgot about that. And then when I quit that, you were like... Hey, Christian, want to come and write for me? I'm like, yes, I am a sellout. A hundred percent. I have I have no ethical qualms. What are you talking about? And so I merrily came and like started writing for you guys like yeah. two months later. And then was like, hey, I'm a big Pokemon fan. Then Pokemon Go happened and the rest is history. Man, so long ago. So, like I said, if you want, if you're watching the video and would like one of those awesome handy dandy comicbook.com t-shirts, we give them out for free. All you need to do is uh, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and tell us what you like about the show. Uh, and uh, if we read it on the air, we'll send one out. We're sending a bunch out this week, so if you have been waiting, have no fear. They are coming uh, shortly. So, we break the show down into uh, three parts. 
The last part is the Pokemon fact. The first part is we do some quick news hit items, and then we do a little bit of a deep dive on something. Today we're going to talk about, uh, you know, we're going to say farewell to Sun and Moon. and uh, So that'll be, that'll be a fun little uh, topic to discuss. But let's get right into it, because there are Sword and Shield leaks that are out there from people who have the game, and uh, that's really all we can uh, say about it. There's everything that you would kind of expect you to want to see from a leak like this, from Starter Evolutions, etc., they're all over. Twitter. So yeah. if you want to see what they look like, just that you don't really have to go that far. Yeah, we. It's uh, unfortunate. Yeah, but it, we, it is. But you, you'd ex- you expect it for something this big. Yeah. Well, so there's 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 two things to keep in mind here. One, the leaks. We it lasted the kind of like the lack of leaks lasted a lot longer. It's true. Uh, than than like Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Ultraman. Like we knew everything about those games months before they happened for different reasons. So you know the Pokemon Company did do a really good job of locking up stuff. I mean there was the one you know leak that was posted to 4chan a few months ago that we've talked about on the site that that's ended up being true as yep. you know official stuff. You know the difference between that is we're under a media embargo now, so we can't really comment on the veracity of these leaks. I can tell you that not all of them are likely real. We can't talk about which ones are true and which ones right. are not because that probably breaks our embargo. But just just remember that, you know, if, if you want to stay surprised, the only thing you need to do on the internet is download this podcast and just get off the internet besides that. Yeah. And also don't believe everything you read on the internet mm-hmm. um, unless you get it from comicbook.com. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, like Megan, uh, you know, we, Nintendo was kind enough to send a, send us both versions of the game. Megan is reviewing one. Christian is reviewing the other. I, however, remain gameless. So, but uh, they have been they have sunk a ton of hours into it. Megan is basically almost done. Christian uh, is about seven hours in, and uh, got my copy be, yesterday. Just for it's going to be good. So yeah, so Christian got it yesterday and has already sunk seven hours into it. Yeah, it's basically a full work day. In the span of 24 hours. So we commend Christian for his dedication uh, to the show. And that's all we can really talk about that. So let's jump into Pokemon Go, because guess what? Team Rocket's back, baby, and I am excited. It's going to be good. So starting yesterday, that's Tuesday in our time, uh, you can now start getting mysterious components by being Team Rocket Grunts at Pokestops. When you get so many of those... Uh, you can turn on a new device called the Pokemon Go Rocket Radar or Team Go Rocket Radar, um, but it will reveal the location of one of the three Team Rocket admins. Uh, each of those admins have different Pokemon. Uh, one of those Pokemon will always be the same. Uh, it's like Meowth for one, Scyther for another, and I believe Weevil or Sneasel is the third one, but I'm not 100% certain on that. Um, and then once you do all of that, um, when, once you defeat them, uh, they'll always drop the same Pokemon. There's more rewards, but the shadow Pokemon that you can capture has a chance of being shiny, which that's Ooh. a first for, for this. A shiny shadow Pokemon. That's yeah. Cool. Say that three times fast or five. Shiny shadow Pokemon. Shiny shiny Pokemon. I can't do it. Ha! You know, so this they've been teasing this for weeks now. Right. Um, and so they, they it seems like now we're through Halloween, now that we're through their special uh, research event, which happened last weekend. Um, now we're getting back to the Team Rocket storyline. They kind of did all this like lead up in which like the different good team leaders like faced mm-hmm. off against one of the Team Rocket admins. And uh, then the admins start trash talking them on Twitter. 
Um, so, <laughs> I mean, it was it was really like villain monologue type stuff, which is okay, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, the 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 Pokemon franchise is well known for their villains monologuing, basically whenever possible. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all plays out. Um, I'm we're not 100 percent sure like what the end game is. Uh, mm-hmm. Giovanni's been like coded into the game, but he hasn't made an appearance yet. So we'll see. If that means that we'll get him uh, popping up, uh, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, it is nice to note, though, that our long national or really global nightmare of the Eevee Flower Crown is finally over. And thank God. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'll be hundred percent honest. I don't think that I've ever had. You know, I've been playing Pokemon Go since launch. I don't uh-huh. think something has ever killed my interest like the Pokemon, like the Flower Crown Eevee. You know, it's it's just like I already had like a dozen of them. I had shiny flower crown Eevees already. <laughs> there was just no reason. And like I used to like go in every day, make sure I completed a few research tasks so I could, you know, move towards that research breakthrough. And like right. and I, I did one research breakthrough during the last two months. I, there was just no incentive whatsoever. This is not just us being like down with flower crown Eevee. Like it was legitimately Really annoying. Yeah. Like you you go anywhere. If like I'm in a few local Pokemon Go groups on on Facebook, and I you know see it on Twitter, like people were just like, okay, enough with the Flower Crown yeah. Eevee. Like, come on. If, even my even my neighbor who just got into playing like a couple months ago with her kids. Is this a different neighbor? No, same neighbor. Same neighbor. Okay. Uh, oh, now the neighbors get playing with their kids. Yeah. Um, we think you're a superhero. Even yeah, they do. Even they're kind of like um. So when when do we get to move on from this? I'm like, it, it's <laughs> happening. It's happening. You can start getting like legendary Pokemon again now. I can see how like if you were especially a new player coming in during this time, it could it would have just been. Yeah. And like I, I, I get it to some extent. Like I don't mind right. the whole two month window. And I even understand like cycling back in some of these like uh, costumed or event things. But, like, you know, this one was a, a misstep. Like, they've done a pretty good job with, like, the distribution of these, like, the research breakthroughs and all this stuff. And this was a rare, you know, mistake. You know, I, if they would have just done it for one month, and even if had they switched it to, like, Flower Crown Pikachu for that second month, I think even that would have been not as bad as what we got. Like, you know, it was just too much for too little. And, yeah, it, it like I said, it killed a lot of people's... I totally like skipped this entire Halloween event. Like I was kind of excited for it, mm-hmm. uh, mainly because I wanted to catch some of the the Charmanders because I thought it, they were very cute. Yeah. But even then, like I got I got one of those and I was like, all right, I'm okay. Yeah. But do they even did they even bring out uh, Witch Hat Pikachu? Uh, no, no, because you know they they oh. did the Mimikyu Pikachu instead. Okay. Oh right, Mimikyu Pikachu, right? right which right, I'm right, right. which you know that that was a good move, and like people genuinely like the costume Pokemon. I think we'll get that yeah. moving forward, like because a lot of people yeah. freaking like that. Yeah, those were really cool. Yeah, so you know it wasn't like the last two months weren't like a total complete bust. You know this no. this wasn't you know the the Flower Crown Eevee wasn't like a game killer by any stretch yeah. of the imagination. No, it was just it was just one of those things where it, like like we like we like to rag on. Pokemon Masters for a bit. It just like it felt a bit grindy yep. for for no real reason. Exactly. So, but it's good to see. Like I like I am pumped for te- the Team Rocket storyline to pick back up. Like I said, that was a a highlight of uh, some of the summer months. Uh, I wonder if they will hold Giovanni for next year. Yeah, I can see it, but 
I know people really want to see him, and they've been using him a lot more. Like you've been, like you've been seeing him sort of pop up in various things. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. I uh, you know some of that was because of the Pokemon uh, Let's Go games. You know, Giovanni yeah. was the main bad guy, so it made sense to bring him back in in different things or to make him more prominent. Um, and you know, he's always been kind of like you know, Pokemon doesn't have like a true like antagonist like um right Doctor Doctor Eggman or. Uh, Bowser or anything like that. So Giovanni's mm-hmm. really the closest we have to that, just because he's appeared in the most games and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, I'm I'm kind of curious because you know we'll have the holiday stuff coming up here in just a few weeks, really. I mean, we're right. we're almost you know a third of the way through November. Um, Santa hat Pikachu. Santa hat Pikachu. I love Santa hat Pikachu. I mean, I don't hate it. My my kid, my <laughs> kid freaking loves Santa hat Pikachu. You know, last year the Pokemon company sent me a holiday present, and you know, one of the things was a Santa hat Pikachu, um, like hat, like the actual hat with Pikachu oh, ears. Nice. And my ears. my kid wore that for like a week straight. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, I'm I'm expecting the 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 same thing to happen this year. Yeah, no, the holidays should be interesting. We'll get the big community day thing, I think, again this year. Um, I'm I'm a little bit curious to see like what they bring back because they always try to spend December. It's like, oh, you have a chance to catch like maybe some starter Pokemon that you you know couldn't mm-hmm. find earlier, or you know they 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 do a couple of, like nice things. So like you know for people who it's one, it's nice because you don't experience like FOMO. You know, like right. it, it, there's no it, it's more like, oh, so you missed out on something earlier this year. Here's a second chance. And if you already had it, take the holidays off. Enjoy time with your family. <laughs> or if you don't want to spend time with your family, now you have an excuse to avoid them. There you go. Uh, speaking of the holidays, the Pokemon Company has released the most adorable train figures. I have never felt so targeted in my life. <laughs> So 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 Christ, Christian's kid loves trains. Yeah, so my my child has two main interests. Uh Pokemon and trains. I mean the 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 little boy that's I mean he's 4 Four-year-old boys right. love trains. Like every day, we drive by a train track, and he's the Venn got, diagram. There is it, almost yeah. overlapped, and like you know, my my kid has his eyes peeled for trains just constantly. So they announced these things last week. I just was like, "Oh, you gotta be kidding me!" <laughs> um, so they're releasing these trains. It's called the Deli Bird Holiday Express. There's four different train figures. Each of them are cute. They're hand painted. Uh, the engine has Pikachu and Eevee. Pikachu's got a little conductor hat. Eevee's... Like, Are they, like, ceramic? Yeah, I, I think they're ceramic. Yeah. I hope they're ceramic. I don't know. Yeah. I'll find out when it, <laughs> when it comes in a few weeks, because, of course, I bought one. Like, it's, it's going to be one of my kids' Christmas presents. Um, so there's four of them. One of them's got Pikachu and Eevee. Uh, another one's got Dragonite being, like, tied up by uh, Plusle and Menon. Uh And he's getting, like, tied up by uh, with Holiday Lights. Uh, there's a box car that features Alolan Vulpix and um, Scraggy. And then the fourth one is Slowpoke sleeping on top of a caboose as snow is coming down him. So, like, th- that was actually kind of depressing because, like, so <laughs> Slowpoke is covered with, like, snow as he's sleeping outside. And it's like, someone just let this poor Pokemon in for the love of God. <laughs> like, why are you letting this tropical Pokemon freeze to death? Like, he's not built for this. 
He's mm-hmm. he's also has a very low IQ, for the love of God. <laughs> he's freezing to death out there. Someone let him in. But uh they're forty bucks a piece. Uh a new one yep. goes on sale every Monday uh on mm-hmm. the Pokemon Center retail store. Uh if if you like trains or you like Pokemon, yeah, buy it. Well, I suspect we're we're just about to hit that that holiday merch blitz from from the Pokemon, yeah, th- they've got it all. See. They've got it all out on uh, on the website. So they they released a lot of it last uh, last week. Um, you know, they it's it's kind of a mix of kind of your standard stuff. So they've got some new like holiday plushes. So you know, some of the different Pokemon are wearing costumes and stuff like that. So Charmander's one, he's wearing um, I believe a Stantler costume. Pikachu is wearing something. Eevee is wearing something. I can't remember all of it, but it's all it's all too freaking cute. And, you know, <laughs> uh, you can get a Pokeball uh, tree topper. I saw that and I, I thought about that. I sent that to my wife and she was like, no, <laughs> that is that is a step too far. Uh-huh. And I was like, fine, I'm going to get my own mini Christmas tree and that's going to be my topper. Yeah, we, we have a bunch of Pokemon ornaments that we bought from GameStop a few years ago, but they have like the Pokeball oh, nice. lights that you can hang up uh, and like I I had to avoid. It's like, you know what? We we cannot be a solely Pokemon household uh for the holidays. You know, we have family that comes in and the problem is <laughs> is if they think that our only interest is Pokemon, all we That's will all ever know. get is Pokemon stuff. That's true. Fair enough. Uh speaking of Pokemon stuff, uh, was it just two weeks ago we had talked about the Pichu that was coming to Build a Bear Workshop, and now we have something else coming to Build a Bear Workshop, a Flareon? It is. That is the rumor, at least. Um, so this has not been con- officially confirmed, but... No, probably uh, get announced like this week, I Yeah, I'm sure they will. So the official release date is uh, November 12th, which is conveniently like three days before pokemon sword and shields release one of my pals he runs uh pokeshopper.com which is this big pokemon merchandise database uh, and he says it's flareon i don't know what his sources are but the dude is like never wrong he's never been wrong yeah yep. so if he says it's flareon it's freaking flareon that's a really that's a really interesting one to do next i mean it was only a matter of time we were just talking about how it was only a matter of time before they do the ev evolution yeah i i was a little surprised by the choice of it i mean it makes sense on some level flareon's fluffy um he's cute he's an ev evolution so you know it, it, yeah. it kind of checks off the different like popularity boxes like i'm sure yeah. they have like a complex uh matrix that goes into on, making these on how they pick their next ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, like I honestly thought, if anything, that they would have picked something sort of like for a starter for sword. Yeah, and sword. I, I was kind of thinking that they'd go with like Grookey or Scorbunny personally, but right. you know, at the yep. same time, I guess they don't have the whole you know because think about it, like the while there is some definite crossover between Pokemon and Build a Bear, some new people coming in are going to be like, I don't know what this exactly is. This is you know something else. They've done they've done two Pokemon I think that have have not been from gen one you know they've only done yeah. uh piplup, piplup and, and uh snubble and a little yeah. in vulpix too but you know that just looks like an albino that's just <laughs> that's just a snowy vulpix exactly so you know we we've got that you know so i i think that's the reason why is it's just because you know people people go like you know your grandparents can go in and go oh yeah no i know i know pikachu Everyone knows. Pikachu. I'm actually, I'm actually shocked that they have not done Ditto yet. Oh God, because that would be like an Eldritch horror. Of you know, that, that's one of the truly <laughs> terrifying Pokemon. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if you've seen Detective Pikachu, yes, absolutely terrifying. But like on the surface level, like even when you're like even just looking at the game and you know, 
thinking that it can turn into other Pokemon, whatever. It's just like a nice little lump of clay that, that it's got a nice shape that's easy to stuff. And <laughs> it could be, uh, like I said, it could be like a nice pillow slash plush. I'm, that, I'm kind of surprised they, they never do. did like a bean bag, like a ditto bean bag, like a, an amorphous oh, yeah. ditto bean bag of some kind. Like something like that, like they sort of done for, for Snorlax, but that's just. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that, that's kind of like my big surprise is that they've never done something like that or got one of those. You, you remember those stupid things? are like the tubes are filled with water and it's like mm-hmm. you know like the stress re- I'm making like obscene gestures inadvertently yep. on the, the video sorry about that guys I'll keep my hands down here yeah I'm surprised they haven't done something like that with ditto like ditto stress balls just, yeah you know, yeah s- but... go ahead and squeeze that ditto all right. Well, so Flareon. That's uh, actually I'm like I said, Flareon makes the most sense because kind of given its shape, especially if they just have him sitting because he's got yeah. just sort of a big round tail. Uh, it will be curious to see if you know sometime next year they do a Vaporeon no, or they do a Jolteon. Oh Jesus! But. Can you imagine if they do a Vaporeon? Like Megan, Megan, Megan will literally just like camp out. She, but she's gonna be like one of those things where like you go to Megan's house and all of a sudden there's thirty of them <laughs> just laying around. These are all my children. <laughs> Just become a crazy Vaporeon lady instead of a, a crazy cat lady or crazy dog person. Oh man, I hope Megan never they're listen. Just everywhere they're just uh, they're just like sitting. Some of them are sitting in chairs, yes. and some of them they're, are, they're all you know, dressed like, up differently. And some of the costumes <laughs> aren't even like official build bear costumes. Like she's. I'm sorry, I, Megan, but they, this one that if they were Geo dudes, we'd be saying the same yeah, thing. Yeah, okay. yeah. This is what happens when you miss an episode. <laughs> we we turn on you oh, so, so this, fast. Oh, so this is what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, have you listened right. to the episodes that you're not around? Yes. It's just a, it's yes, just a I have. slag gym fest. That's all we do. <laughs> all right, before we get to the, our deep dive, we got one more thing. Uh, we mentioned it yesterday, and Christian, to his credit, turned it into a story. We talked about the new card set, uh, was it uh, Comic Cosmic Eclipse, yep. and how you know some people, you know, whenever these new sets come out, there are a few cards that are the standout cards, not only for the cards that that collectors want or, or gamer, you know, not gamers, that players want to use while uh, using, you know, in competition, but also the whole entire speculation market that is just a natural thing that comes to trading card games and comics, etc. And so Christian rounded up some of the uh, hottest cards to come out of that. That and were there there were, I don't think there were really any surprises. The, the, the only big surprises were there were three There were a lot of trainer yeah, there cards. Were, there were a bunch of trainer cards. But I mean it makes sense because like Power Plant is a stadium card that gets introduced and basically it um causes a bunch of GX and EX cards to lose their abilities. Where you know there's yeah. entire decks like you know a lot of uh kind of like secondary GX cards that get put into play are are used for those abilities. And so basically you're 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 really negating some secondary abilities that really help like, you know, build into certain decks. And so like, you know, I can see why like the power plant got used. Uh Great Hearth is another one. It's a stadium card. And basically that's a great complementary card for a lot of, like uh, a lot of fire decks are really like hot right now. Mm-hmm. Um and so it's a card that gets you more fire energy into your hand in a hurry. And so you can like really start like, you know, utilizing your deck really quickly um the great catcher is another one you you you've played the pokemon card games since yeah. the beginning so you know the old gust of wind card um where allowed you yep. to switch out cards so there's been variants of that ability you know there there there's a bunch of different cards now but they're they're all called like gust cards 
named you know basically that's that's the meta name for them because they do the gust of wind effect and so this is the latest gust of wind card and it specifically aims at gx or ex cards so you can either get you know pull those cards out onto your opponents uh make it your active pokemon so you can start hitting them before they've got their energy loaded up or if somebody retreats you can bring it right back out and finish it off and get those extra prizes so that that's pretty good um, the other one is Rosa. I'm I'm honestly I'm not a hundred percent sure why Rosa. I think it's just because people like Rosa. Well, usually those the those trainer cards, it's characters like that. Usually end up people like like to collect yeah. those. Just kind of yeah. I have I have a lot of and those then, full art cards. And then I don't think it was. I mean, it wasn't really a surprise that obviously the top card was a Charizard. Yeah, that's. Card. I mean, this one this one is just it's nasty. I mean, it's freaking nasty, man. So this this card, it's GX ability. Um, you can attach five energy from your discard uh, pile to any of your Pokemon, however you'd like. And if you have extra energy attached to your Pokemon. It also causes your opponent's Pokemon to be both burned and confused. And the Brilliant Flare, which is its standard attack, only costs four energy to use. Uh, it lets a player search for uh, their deck for three cards, adds them to their hand. You can do that every single turn. And it also does Ooh. 180 damage. I mean, it's it's a Ooh. nasty card. Like that is a powerhouse. Like you can you could hypothetically get this in play in like one, like not one, but like two or three turns. And just really start wrecking house with it. And it also, you can set up your deck for later. So you like can pair this up with another, like, you know, GX card or something like that. Or this can be your secondary GX card. And then that gives you the ability where if you lose a card that you loaded up a lot of your energy, you can play that Crimson Flare Pillar and just bring all that energy back out and, like, you know, then load up your next Pokemon and send them out on the attack. I mean, it's it's nice. There's there's a lot of really great cards in this set. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of the set. Like, um, uh, nice. it's it's a good way to cap off Sun and Moon, which we'll talk about here in a second. That's a perfect segue. So when we get back, we're going to take a quick break. We are going to talk and say goodbye to Sun and Moon. Selling a little. Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odyssey podcast. Hey, 
All right. We're back, and we are going to talk about the things that we liked about Sun and Moon, things we didn't necessarily like about Sun and Moon, and things that Sun and Moon has left behind for the future generations. Are you are you sad to see Sun and Moon go? Yes and no. I mean, I think that a lot of, like, I... I'll admit, I was a little bit disappointed by the games aspect of it. Like, you know, I, I mm-hmm. liked Sun and Moon. I thought that Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon had some interesting things that were a little bit too heavily tied to the post-game. Like, yeah. you know, like, oh, you can catch all the legendaries. But, you know, you have to, like, get through the 40 hours of cutscenes first. Um, <laughs> and there, wa- there wasn't enough really variation, like, I thought. Like, you know, like, I like that there was a new storyline to it. But, like, all the yeah. freaking other stuff was identical. And that was, like, really disappointing yeah. to me. Like, you know... that That's kind of that's kind of where I'm at, where I loved everything that Sun and Moon brought mm-hmm. outside of the actual game yeah. itself. I love the region. I love the characters. I love the Pokemon. I love the, you know, I love the, the anime, you know, the, the anime that, you know, came with yeah. it. And, and the, the, you know, the Alolan variants of of our favorite pokemon and things like like all of that i love yeah i i the game itself like i am thankful that because of this game we got all mm-hmm. that but like am i going to go play that game over and over again uh probably and not. i think a lot of that had to do like i'm not going to say all of it like they could have made another game you know like sure. um but i think that there were like two parts to it like one they were already working on the switch stuff which yeah. clearly apparently was more of an undertaking than I think they realized. And so I think they didn't have much uh, manpower to do anything more than a uh, wallpapered over remake. Mm-hmm. But I think that the other big issue with it was, was, you know, this was the last game for the 3DS. And I think those games yeah. really pushed the 3DS to its limits. And like at times, <laughs> at times, like, you know, like there would be lag in the battles and stuff, like, I think they just, like, kind of, like, realized they couldn't do any more um, mm-hmm. than, than what they got. And, like, you know, there are a lot of things in Sun and Moon that I, I, I did like. Uh, like, you know, like, the, the actual innovations that and the additions to the franchise that that game added, like, they got rid of HMs, like, God bless. I'm trying to think about, like, the Alone Lunar variants. I mean, that, that's, that was a mm-hmm. literal game changer. I mean, look... You know how Sun and Mo- now Sword and Shield is starting to do the same exact thing, um, yeah. and is even expanding on that greater. Like I think that's going to be a permanent part of the franchise moving forward, which is not something you see too often, to be hundred percent honest. Like you, sh- no, I was saying I don't think you've really gotten anything like that in a bit. Like I, it, it, yeah, it, not since like you know, um, maybe like special, like you know, uh, other than like fundamental game changers, like when they split attack. Right. And defense from special attack and special defense, or like natures mm-hmm. and things like that. You know, more like kind of like the fiddly stuff, but you know, which like casuals, you know, don't necessarily care about. But like in terms of like, yeah, no, by the way, we're redesigning Pokemon and turning them into like regional things. Like that's huge. Right. Because, because what I love that, like, and, and it's just like a, it's just a simple, it's a, on paper, it's a simple mm-hmm. thing. But yeah. Of course, and you know, uh, an executor would look different in a different part of the yeah. world. Like it just, you know, bred differently. It's a, it's got different living conditions and things like that. Like 
And so what I think it, it did was instead of just having here are the set of Pokemon that you can find in this region. And, you know, yes, there are some overlap, you know, with some of that stuff, but this is like, what really would, would they look like mm-hmm. and what special abilities and things would they, would they have there? That just, it makes the game feel more global and more real. Yeah, it- and, and that's what I, that's what I, tr- I really kind of appreciate. Like, don't get me wrong. There are some of the Alolan variants I just don't like. I don't like the Sandshrew. I think it's dumb. But I appreciate that the new Sandshrew is like that. What don't you like about right, Alolan Sandshrew? We've, we've already talked about that. I, just, I don't like that it looks like an igloo and it just. That's, it's that's, just, that's like adorable. It looked like a, a brick fine. ball before. Now at least it looks like something round that's actually made of bricks. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also will say I did not like Z crystals. Yeah, that was that was, you know that that was like I I, I get what they were trying to do with it. You know, like yep. uh, Mega Evolution. I think they really like Mega Evolution, but at the same time, they're like, oh my god, like you know, like now the game is dominated by these like fifty species that can like Mega evolve, and right. you know, and if we want to add more, we have to design those. <laughs> and I think that's also a big part of it. It's like we don't want to design more of these suckers. But no, but they they I mean, but it's they do because we're getting Well, some, I think they learned you know, their lesson. I think that's well right. <laughs> I think they can So that so that is that is something that we can thank Sun and Moon for is that they decided that, oh no, people really liked mega evolution type stuff, and so we're gonna give you something similar but different. And in and Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing kind of like blends the two concepts together. It does. Because you have the, yep. the the physical changes that you see with mega evolution but you also get like okay now the moves are different and some pokemon get the exclusive moves that are different Mm -hmm. so you know like i i my my main issue with the z crystals was it you you like the entire metagame started to revolve around them like in a competitive level it was always like okay when am i going to fire off my move and can i get it off before my opponent does and like, you know, in the game, it just made it way too freaking easy. Like, it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, I have my, you know, fire type Pokemon out. Now I'm going to Z crystal the crap out of this grass type Pokemon. Oh, your, your, your champion <laughs> Pokemon just went like, you know, up in flames. Literally. <laughs> like also, also, by the way, I dropped a continent on your Pokemon. Like survive yeah. that. <laughs> um, like that, that's like kind of the other thing like it kind of cracks me up like you know we, we we're going to see a little bit more of that here at pokemon sword and yep. shield but you know like some of the visuals were yeah. just so over the top ridiculous it's like okay guys let, let's calm down for a second here like <laughs> like you know you well that's why like i i even you can even but you can say the same thing about one of the very first moves like that like surf right <laughs> that is a giant tidal wave coming to wash you away like how like but it was a that slow, to me was always it was one. a slow moving wave it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> like oh by the way a tsunami is coming it is going to kill 50,000 people and also <laughs> take out your pokemon you know that's that's the difference it's like the difference is like, oh, you're standing on a beach and a tall wave comes and hits you. That hurts. The Z yeah. move is like, ah, yes, we're going to wipe out this entire country. This island has <laughs> suffered devastation. But, but even, but that's, that's what I mean. But even, but even without the the Z move, one, like, like there were just there were certain games where it just it looked 
out of control. Like even uh, even in, they kept it in Let's Go. Like surfing Let's Go looks absolutely insane. Yeah. But on anyway. a side note, that that does remind me of like one of my favorite moves in Let's Go, which is the Eevee like exploding people and like explode the Pokemon oh, explodes behind them. It's like, where are the explosions coming from? Like, what did this Eevee do? Did he drop a grenade? Wasn't there though? Isn't there the one that like, or was it like Gigatoss or something where it like carries the thing up uh, in the air and it, like circles the planet and then like slams it back down. That, that's or something. seismic like, toss. Just, yeah. Right. Seismic toss. Right. Yeah, exactly. Where it's just like, oh, and it only does like good. 50 damage. Like it's one of those like set <laughs> amount of damage things. It's like, wait a second. You did like a Superman around the world and that's it. Like what did you gently drop him on the ground? After that's like, I hope you learned your lesson from your prolonged time out guys. My hope as we, as we sort of say goodbye to sun and moon is that I, I really loved the characters yeah, of this generation. The, the, and, yeah. and I hope generally when you leave a game behind, a lot of the characters don't, you know, don't really show mm-hmm. up or, or whatever. And I, and I don't necessarily expect that. I think more, I'm more excited to see if the Pokemon company figures out other ways to bring them in via maybe mobile mm-hmm. games or whatever, not Pokemon. Yeah, yeah no, that game's game done. <laughs> but, uh, but, 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 it, but in uh, keep them in other ways, like have them pop up in other ways. Like, you know, I, I hope we see some of them pop up in the new anime yeah. and, um, and things like that. But like, but like that gen, like this gen, that generation of characters is some of the most memorable. I think that we've had in a long time. I think time. what the, the really smart move that the Pokemon anime did and don't get me wrong. I love Pokemon X and Y. Like that is my mm-hmm. favorite traditional Pokemon since the beginning, besides the total complete cop out of an ending. But, you know, let, let's be real. <laughs> Ash should have been champion of the Kalos region. There was no yes. reason to. They were building up to it, and some big wig pulled the trigger and, like, cut, cut them out of the knees. Besides yep. that, I mean, I genuinely love X and Y. But the big differences between X and Y and literally every past, you know, because X and Y follow the traditional Pokemon formula. Ash meets, you know, meets a friend, a gym leader. You know, there's there's one boy, there's one girl. They go and travel the region together, and then he leaves. The difference was with Sun and Moon just took that formula and tossed it out the window. You know, we we mm-hmm. the reason people love those Pokemon Sun and Moon characters is because we spent a crap ton of time with them. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and it was more than just like, so if this would have been the traditional formula, you would have gotten like, um, I don't know, like Kiawe and Lily you know, following Ash around. Yeah. And so we would have yeah. liked Kiawe and Lily, but like Malo and Lana and Sophocles and Professor Kakui and like all mm-hmm. these other characters we just wouldn't have gotten time with. And so by sending it in the classroom, you know, and, and then the other difference was, was that, you know, and again, they kind of did this with X and Y a bit, like Ash's Pokemon were always out of the ball. Like, you know, they, they, yes. He had, like, you know, for the first time ever, like, you know, like, Ash really had a family. Like, I didn't mind, you know, the fact that, like, Ash only had, like, five Pokemon through this. Because every single one of those Pokemon were so fleshed out. Like, it, insanely. Like, you know, they, they all had Pikachu-like characterization. We haven't seen characterization like that since the original anime. Like, you know, the reason why people love Bulbasaur and Squirtle and Charizard and, you know, even, like, like even, like, Pokemon, like, Butterfree or Pidgeotto. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a nostalgia factor there, but a lot of it is because we had those Pokemon with us all the time for so long. Yep. 
And they didn't exactly have the same amount of time, like, in terms of episode length, but we still got the mm-hmm. same amount of, like, screen time with all those Pokemon because, the you know, they were just always out and about. Like, it was, it, it yep. was never, unless Ash was actively doing a battle, those Pokemon were always out with him at all times. They were always, like, sleeping with him. Like, one of my favorite visuals of the Pokemon Sun and Moon anime was when, like, Ash would be passed out, like, you know, on his couch. Oh, yeah, and all his Pokemon would be just, like, Yeah, and, like, him. you know, like, Pikachu would yep. be cuddling with him. Rowlet would be up, you know, somewhere. Like, you know, and, like, mm-hmm. he had all of his, like, little Pokemon friends. And, like, you know, that's the first time that we've really seen something like that since the original yep. anime. Like, we got that same feeling. Remember the one Pokemon where, the one Pokemon episode where, like, Ash is, like, Ash and his Pokemon are stranded in the cave. And so, mm-hmm. you know, they all are, like, huddling around Charmander for warmth and they're all, like, hugging him. Like, you know, people remember that. And we got that sort of feeling with Sun and Moon. And I really, really hope that now that we're going to this, like, globe-trotting Pokemon kind of, like, reset... You know, that they remember that's why people love Sun and Moon. I mean, you never hear anybody complain about, like, the animation style anymore. Like, yeah, it was a little bit off-putting right. at first, but people really stopped caring, like, ten episodes in. <laughs> uh, like, you know, it was a clever anime. Um, they 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 were they not dumb about it. Like, you know, they, they didn't talk down to kids. Like, you know, and again, yep. you got that a little bit with X and Y, but, like, X and Y was, like, your traditional, like, shounen anime. Um, like it was like, all right, we get it, Christian. You love X I, and Y. I, I'm just saying, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to, but you know, this one was definitely made for kids, but at the same time, it, yes, like they had like freaking like Gundam references and all this like just mm-hmm. weird, obscure Japanese, like, you know, like references to like different like animes and like the past and like all sorts of just crazy crazy well, stuff and it was fantastic I, I just but i also love like there there wasn't kind of an emotional roller coaster mm-hmm. right like you there were there were some great highs and there were some low lows like you know like uh, i'll never forget the one the episode where um oh god the one the, the when when the stoutland oh, died what the hell was it when stoutland yeah. dies yeah they actually had a pokemon like, die <laughs> like they had a pokemon die and i was like oh Damn, we're getting dark. <laughs> like, yeah, like when has that ever happened? Like, there's like one movie in which, well, you know, besides right. like the 15 times that Ash has died over the course of the series. Yeah. It's just so funny because I remember, like, I watched that with Nora, and and Nora was like, "Whoa!" And like, we had like our first like kind of real talk because this was before she had seen The Lion King, and the Lion, she like totally gets like the whole circle of life stuff, and so now that's her, you know reasoning for everything but this was before that and so i had to like kind of explain death to my four-year-old and and just like what happened and whatever and then meanwhile so now so then my so then naturally my daughter is obsessed with that episode and so she, then she goes to watch it with my wife separately and my wife is texting me being like how are you letting her watch this 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 dog just died <laughs> on a side note like i just now have this picture of your daughter like at a funeral just like very solemnly going ah oh, yes the circle of life. <laughs> uh, it's like, like she's the things like now when someone's going to die, they're going to be put in the, the ground that, that turns into grass for the animals to eat that the lions eat. And then it's, uh, it's the circle of life. Yeah, man. It's, I, I just know, had to whatever. explain to my four year old, the concept of meat. He, he never uh, realized mm-hmm. that like the fish and fish sticks were fish. Right. So now he's going around saving all the Oh, he's cards. just like, he, he was just like, no, I was like, yeah, no, no, John, they're, they're fish. You're eating fish. He's like, but why are we doing this? I'm like, listen, you little vegan. It's because they taste good. <laughs> uh, 
Um, so yeah, so like I said, I said it because we I think we gotta we gotta get hit, get to the Pokemon yeah. fact of the week. But final sort of final thought on Sun and Moon. Like I said, I think I think we're probably both in agreement. I, I would imagine Meg would say the same thing. Everything that Sun and Moon brought to us uh, as far as expanding the franchise are all things that that we yeah like and enjoy it, and appreciate. It, it's uh, unfortunate that. The game hit on the tail end of the 3DS's life, you know, life cycle. Could only do what what it could do. It was a totally fine game. I didn't necessarily care for the legendaries or whatever, but it it gave us all of this, and so for that, yeah, it, it provided a solid foundation for what's to come. All right, Christian, Pokemon fact of the week. Right, what do we so got? I'm I'm finally moving away from the the creepy and just getting into some weird stuff. So as okay. as we have talked about here previously. There's a lot of Pokemon that are based off of real-life creatures. One of those is Caterpie. Caterpie is actually based off of the Eastern Swallowtail Caterpillar, which is a uh, caterpillar that you can find um, both... Uh, there's different Swallowtails. You can find some Swallowtails. There's the Asian Swallowtail that you can find out in Japan, and there's the Eastern Swallowtail that you can find out here in the United States. The interesting thing is, so Caterpie has these d- little circles on its back, as does the Swallowtail. And uh, there's a couple of interesting things about this Pokemon. The first one is, what what are those eyes? Or I just gave it away. <laughs> nah. So those circles are actually fake yep. eyes that you know are meant to like detract predators. And the actual swallowtail, okay. where Caterpie's big eyes are, so we look at those and they're like, oh, look at these like big cute eyes. Well, the swallowtail caterpillar has the exact same eyes, but they're not really eyes. So mm, they're these like the fake decoration. eyes. Oh, that's right. Really and, cool. you know, uh, like its actual face is what we consider cat- to be like Caterpie's mouth. You know, that that's its oh, actual okay. face, but that the big one is actually a fake face on the real caterpillar. I don't think that's the case in Pokemon because we've seen. Well, no, because because we see, because I think we see Caterpie Yeah, we've blink. seen Caterpie blink and cry Sorry. and all that stuff. So unless he's got right, like exactly. fake eye, di- you know, tear ducts going on too. <laughs> Um, the, the other interesting thing, and this is, this is, I guess what you would really call the Pokemon fact of the week is what's the thing on Caterpie's head? No, no, it is not an antenna. It's actually a thing called an Osmeterium. I probably butchered that. It is a organ that is unique to caterpillars. Uh, it's kind of like a tongue, so it retracts in and it only comes out when it's threatened and it, uh, goes and, uh, emits a foul odor. It's basically, you know, so when, yeah, and so, you know, that's, that's what Caterpie does too. Like when it's threatened by predators, it gives off a smell and it's coming from Mm -hmm. this like Osmeterium, which is an actual organ. The only difference is we've never seen Caterpie with it like extended inwards. Uh, But hypothetically, like all the Caterpillars, a lot of Caterpillars have this specialized organ and like they're all like retractable. So that like kind of like slides in. It's like basically like a tongue um, that like Mm. comes out of the top of their head. Um, It's really creepy. Yeah. Dig it. So yeah. So something something a little weird. We you know we we got got people really depressed because it was Halloween. So we'll get back to the you know the the depressing stuff later. Super dark ones. Believe me, they're, they, if you want, just listen to the last four if you want some really dark ones, and then just listen to the last 27 uh, if you just want a, a mix of truly, uh, truly terrifying and So I decided to lighten it up. But this, yeah, this is a fun yeah, one. Thank yeah, you, Yeah, I decided Christian. to lighten it up a little bit, get more to the, oh, I did not realize that that thing on Caterpie's head mm-hmm. is not an antenna. And now you can explain that mm-hmm. it's actually a stink organ. Nice. So just keep that in mind. Caterpie's nice. got a stink Perfect. organ on its head. 
Before we get out of here, I do want to read uh, a podcast review that we have gotten. If you leave a five-star review on iTunes and we read it on the air, we'll send you one of those snazzy comicbook.com t-shirts free of charge. All you got to do is just let us know, uh, because we like hearing from you. We like hearing from you on Twitter. We like hearing from you via these reviews. Uh, We've had some great ones, some all-timers. And this is also uh, a good one. Uh, The subject is uh, a podcast would like to battle. I like it. Uh, from What the Chuck 3. So glad I found this podcast. I just started listening to podcasts in general. I didn't even know Apple Podcasts existed. And when I had a friend who isn't even into Pokemon suggest this podcast to me, uh, oh, sorry, I totally read that wrong. Uh, I didn't know, blah, 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 blah. He said, uh, he had a friend who isn't even into uh, Pokemon, suggest the podcast to him. You guys are entertaining and hilarious and so so refreshing to find a positive outlet for Pokemon news these days, especially with the backlash and YouTube clickbait in the wake of Sword and Shield controversies, in quotations. Keep up the good work. Side note, I too am a Geodude line convert. I used to be a hater, but I used one on a playthrough of Yellow a few years back and have been a fan ever since. To put it plainly, Geodude freaking rocks. Thank you, what the Chuck validation suck at uh, Christian. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that this is not actually a review. What the Chuck? It is. Uh, it's right there. Uh, it is right there. I'm going to find out that like Jim's middle name is Read Chuck it. here. Uh, <laughs> 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 no, but seriously, thank you very much for that review. Even if you do like Geodude, we can't all be perfect. All right, stop <laughs> it. A wild podcast uh, has appeared appears every Thursday or... Ever podcast can be found. I almost screwed that one up. I thought it was a different day. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, you name it. If there are podcasts there, this show is there. You can also find it at comicbook.com. We'll have it there for you to listen. It's in all of our gaming stories and all of our anime stories, so you can listen to it live on the site. Uh, you can catch it on Facebook. Uh, if you want to watch the video stream or on YouTube, you can catch those as well. And uh, like I said, we are, we are just a few short days away. From yeah, Sword and Shield. It's, it. it's so close. We yeah. can let us know. It. Let us know if you're listening to this. Let us know how you want us to talk about Sword and Shield because yeah, there's so a lot of much. things we can go into yes. and do, and it'll probably take up the next couple of episodes. But uh, especially since I don't have the game yet, so I haven't played it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, I, but, uh, I'm just having flashbacks to like last year with Let's Go came out, and like you know. I didn't get until the days the days uh, the release the day of, and so like you know people are like yeah like what's going on like uh like we I was getting like pinged about like oh yeah so when are we gonna start Pokemon Let's Go coverage I'm like I don't know 5 p.m. on Friday when I get home <laughs> like, I haven't gotten the game yet guys I can't do anything about it so uh, so yeah so um probably not next week maybe next week we're gonna yeah. double check the embargo date on on what, what we can and can't talk about. And then, uh, and then we'll roll on there. So we will catch you the same time, same place next week. If you want to talk to us on Twitter, I'm at Jim Viscardi. And I'm Christian Hoffer and I'm at C Hoffer C bus. I missed that one. Wow. Yeah, you sure <laughs> did. Thanks. Just a softball <laughs> handed to him and C Hoffer C bus. Anyway, we uh, catch us there. We'll talk to you about uh, your favorite Pokemon, the things that you liked about Sun and Moon. Definitely love to hear about things that uh, you are sad to see go with things you are happy to see go or whatever. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks, guys.